Welcome to Monday Thursday Worship. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Holy God, source of all love, on the night of his betrayal, Jesus gave us a new commandment to love one another as he loves us. Write this commandment in our hearts and give us the will to serve others as he was a servant of all your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that they had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, you will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not only my feet, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, 
One who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean, and you are clean, though not all of you, for he knew who was to betray him. For this he reason he said, Not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, servants, are not greater than their masters, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. By this everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. And that is why Jesus gathered his disciples for one last time together. Imagine how this imminent departure was weighing on his heart as he looked around the room at the people he loved, the people who had traveled with him, the people who had been on their own to carry out his ministry. But what about the disciples sitting around the table? Did they know the importance of this evening? Did they understand what Jesus was going through when he looked into their faces and they looked back at him? This night may have seemed at first like any other dinner with Jesus. I'm sure the disciples have had many meals with Jesus during their travels. But suddenly the atmosphere in the room changed when the disciples watched Jesus prepare a basin for washing their feet. Imagine their surprise when he invited them to come to him to get their feet washed. It was unheard of for someone as important as Jesus to kneel down and wash their feet. I'm sure they were all thinking this, but Simon Peter was the only one who objected. As usual, Peter opened his mouth at the wrong time and got sternly reprimanded. The disciples then watched as Jesus knelt before them and gently bathed their feet, cupping their heels in his hand and pouring the soothing water over their cracked and dirty feet. It was a humbling experience that they would not soon forget.
After Jesus was done, they all went back to eating. But this time the atmosphere had changed for all of them. The room became an intimate gathering place for those who were there that evening. It was no longer a meal as usual, but an experience of love. There was a lesson to be learned from Jesus' humble act, a lesson that he hoped the disciples would carry with them for the rest of their lives. As the events following the meal began to unfold, the disciples realized that all that Jesus had told them was coming true, and there was nothing they could do to stop the horrific scene that was unfolding. They saw Judas betray Jesus, and they remembered how Jesus had lovingly bathed his feet. They wondered how Jesus could do such an act, knowing that Judas was not going to remain a faithful follower. They remembered Jesus' words that night at the table, Not all of you are clean. They shuddered to think how Jesus must have felt, knowing what was going to happen and who was going to start the chain of events that would lead to his death. The disciples also remembered Jesus saying, You also ought to wash one another's feet, for I have set you an example that you should also do what I have done. In the days ahead, it all began to make sense. This humble act was Jesus' way of showing his followers the importance of treating everyone with grace, to care for everyone, not just those who you choose as worthy. After all, Jesus washed Peter's feet. Peter, who was always acting out and making mistakes. And then he washed the feet of the man who had turned against him and was waiting for an opportune time to destroy him. This was a lot for the disciples to comprehend. How can you love your enemies? Isn't that a question we struggle with today? How can we follow Jesus' new commandment to love one another? The world is full of enemies, some very real and some imagined. The world is full of stumbling blocks that keep us from remembering to care for each other. The world is full of hate that permeates every part of our lives. How can we kneel before this broken world and offer to wash its feet? How can we get back to the intimacy that Jesus and his disciples felt as they sat around the table, broke bread, and shared the cup. We can't invite the whole world in here to gather around the Lord's table, but we can go out and look for ways to bring God's love and mercy to the brokenness we see in the lives of those around us. Jesus chose foot washing as a way to help the disciples understand the importance of loving one another because foot washing 
makes you and the person who is getting their feet washed vulnerable. You are doing something you don't ordinarily do. You are doing something that people may find offensive. Whenever I mention foot washing to people, some will curl up their noses and think it would be very hard, if not impossible, to do. It is something they want. It is nothing they want to be a part of. If you have never done it, I encourage you to try it. It is powerful. It takes courage to open yourself up to getting your foot washed. And it takes courage to kneel in front of someone and take their foot in your hand. There is a bond that is formed which cannot be easily broken. That is what Jesus was trying to help the disciples understand. Now I'm not saying you should take a basin of water with you wherever you go and offer to wash feet. That was an example of how to form a bond with someone. But there are other things you can do to show God's love to others. How can you follow the commandment to love one another? It may not be with a basin of water, but however you choose to do it, remember the awkwardness and vulnerability that may be a part of your feelings. It is not easy to humble yourself as Jesus did. It is not easy to love the Judases in this world, but that is what Jesus is calling us to do. Remember his example and find it in your heart to love one another. Amen.
In the holiest of days, we offer prayers for ourselves, our neighbors, and our world. We pray for the church around the world. Write your new commandment of love on the heart of every believer and strengthen pastors, deacons, and lay leaders to humble service for your people. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We pray for the good earth you have made. Protect fields, orchards, local farms and gardens. Inspire us with the new life budding around us, that we show more care for plants and living creatures. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We pray for leaders in every land. Kindle compassion and equity in all who are called to administer justice and be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We pray for all who are in need. Illuminate paths to form supportive communities to care for those who suffer, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We give thanks for those who have died in the faith. Teach us by their example and comfort us as we mourn. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We offer to you these prayers, trusting in our abundant and ever-present mercy. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.